you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We'll be live this Sunday for WWE's TLC. TLC, that's what it is. It's TLC, yes. So TLC hopefully, season, yes. And then we'll head over to the Twitch after that for our recap. So hopefully yes. y'all will join us there. And then, of course, uh, next week we've got some programming notes for you. The way this is going to go down next week, of course, obviously it's a holiday week, Christmas week. So yeah. on uh, to give us a little bit of time off with our families, on Wednesday we will be doing a live watch-along with both first NXT and then after the NBA game, AEW with no recaps. We're just going to watch the shows and uh, and enjoy them with the friendos. We'll take that week off. Uh, no, I mean, in terms of uh, recapping those particular episodes. Yep. Gonna take Obviously, we're going to take SmackDown off as well. Maybe we'll talk about it on the Monday News Brief or something. Yeah, maybe. Because Friday's like actual Christmas, right? Yeah, that's actually Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. totally. I'm not going to work on yeah. Boxing Day. That's a holiday, too, and it's a Saturday. True. So, uh, True. so yeah, that's going to be the deal. And let's be honest. Uh, come on. SmackDown is probably going to be an all-time nothing happens episode because, like, who's going to watch that? You're going to get a miracle on 34th Street fight and not a whole lot else. Pretty much. Uh, and then, of course, I have been talking this up, but this is the first time on one of our shows that we've brought this up. Evidently, Larson was incorrect when he found Green Lantern on Amazon, you gotta rent not, it. I was not incorrect at the time when I saw it. When I decided that's the movie to watch, it was not. Uh, you didn't have to rent it. It was available free gratis with a Prime subscription. That has since changed. I have to take your word about that. In any event, it's not available. So he's decided to screw me even further, and and that's and, and, and the, gave I me just, a I, worse I movie just, to watch. I just present you with a proposition. I'm not, let's not divulge it here. We'll talk about it on the predictions uh, uh, episode. And uh, you have a couple days to think about it. We'll discuss it then. Okay. Um, so you might not have to watch that particular film. Point is, Green Lantern, watch along. Sadly, not going to happen. Another film will take its stead. Uh, it'll be either just as bad or worse. Okay. So... A movie experience just as bad, or if not worse, than Green Lantern. So I, I confirmed this with Lacey. Christmas Eve, because she's going to be working. Bama's yeah. going to be uh, at my in-laws. I will be all alone Christmas Eve. 
So Christmas Steve, there will still be a movie watch along. If you have Amazon Prime, you'll get to watch this movie on our on my on our screen with me. You're not going to be there. Um, I'll be there. Right. And so uh, so that's still going to happen. It's just the movie in question is up for debate. Um, that is in limbo right now. I will still be wearing my Green Lantern outfit, though. I hope so. I hope so. It's a nice shirt. At least it looked like a nice shirt. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really thick material, so it's not nice. Oh, have you all. washed it yet? No, but I don't suspect it's going to make it really that much better. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, so let's dive into AEW. Kenny Omega has, because I've already made the thumbnail for this, a new number one contender set yeah. for Holiday Bash uh, next on December 30th, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah December yes. 30th. Uh, so not next week, the week after, yes. Right, yeah. Um, so, uh, so that's pretty cool. Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega. Uh, this would be a rematch for the mega championship match, right? That, uh, Correct. Kenny won the title off of Ray Phoenix. Correct. Correct. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, kind of surprising as well. Also on the thumbnail, the man who announced that the man who politicked backstage to get that match pack. He's, uh, back after still around, like still around just one missed week. last week. Hiatus. Yeah. Just yeah. missed last week. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, I kind of cool. like, I kind of like with Kenny. It's all the matches that didn't happen in the tournament that he was scheduled to have. First, Joey tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now in two weeks' time against Ray Phoenix. Uh, I think it's kind of cool that we're going we're to get to see those matches because the match tonight was a lot of fun with mm-hmm. Joey Janela. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat the heck out of Joey Janela. Oh Joey gosh, got a couple yeah. of licks in. Yeah. But the whole bit with uh, Don Callis and especially Kenny mm-hmm. doing commentary mm-hmm. while the match was happening was a load of fun. You know what I really appreciated about that? It's not like the match was all that long. It was, oh, it was really short. It was very short, and every single thing they did was really cool. It looked like it really hurt. And the comments, so, you know, Don Callis walking around with a microphone in his hand and Kenny doing his match with a microphone in hand. If they did that for like a 20-minute match, that'd be kind of unbearable at a certain point. But, yeah. uh, but this was actually really entertaining stuff. Um, I like the direction they're going. I think, honestly, dude, I think this is one of those things where, yeah, his promo last week might have been on the clunky side. They might not have really gotten across any major points. But I feel like, especially this past week on Impact, maybe they pre-recorded, I don't know. But this past week on Impact, or just, you know, whatever, yesterday on Impact, uh, and then more of what we saw tonight, I feel like he they're really settling. They're starting to settle in. It's early, yeah, but they're it's, starting it's to settle of- in. If if you had taken out the Kenny stuff from Impact and AEW last week and replaced it with what they did this week, mm-hmm. you know I felt like it would have maintained a, a good proportion of the buzz they had generated in the first place. I feel mm-hmm. like last week it kind of you know laid a bit of a fart. It was terrible. Yeah. You got his motivation that was fine, um, but they didn't really build upon it on Dynamite the night after his yeah. appearance on Impact. Whereas I felt like on Impact they built to something there. He showed up on. Uh, Dynamite had a really fun match. You know, if the Good Brothers had showed up tonight on on Dynamite, that would have kicked things up a notch. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like week after week they need to kick things up a notch. And after Kenny won, and Don Callis says, "Well, I'm going to Impact." Yeah, it's cool to hear his motivation, but then to hear more or less the same thing on Dynamite the night after, yeah, was kind of a letdown. I understand they probably did that because a lot of people didn't watch Impact and they would need to hit those beats. Mm-hmm. Could have been a different approach to it because a lot of the stuff Don Callis said last time he said or last week on Dynamite, he said verbatim the night before on Impact. Mm-hmm, yeah. That wasn't the case this week. I kind of feel like, yes, they're getting the ball rolling on things. Uh, they're getting some momentum. Uh, maybe they've actually decided on where they want to go with this on, uh, from a creative standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, what I've seen this week, I've really enjoyed. Yeah, same here. I think that the uh, there was a lot of sort of cool stuff going on uh, tonight. This is a really great question here in our live Twitch chat. Ryan, which, by the way, we do after uh, all the shows that we recap. Uh, Ryan Supernova says, do you think Phoenix will no-sell the one-winged angel like Laredo Kid? No, they're in AEW territory. That is not happening there. But, uh, my God, that was pretty funny there at Triple Mania. Um, Dynamite kicked off with the Dark Order and Hangman Page taking on uh, Matt Hardy and Private Party. Uh, This is a fun enough match. Uh, Silver and Reynolds really tried their damnedest to, to to butter up Hangman Page coming out with the little cowboy hats and bandanas cowboy on. Hats, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Uh, at one point, uh, Page goes on a run and John Silver hops on his back, you know, starts doing cowboy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, at moments, they worked really well as a team. Mm-hmm. From a to- storytelling standpoint, I like that, that aspect of this match. Um, however, when it counted most, teamwork wasn't there. Yeah, this is um a really great way to build Hangman versus Brody Lee, because once Brody Lee comes back, uh, the, it, he's he's not gonna be happy that they have been unable. I mean, I'm I imagine this is probably gonna be the deal. They're gonna be unable to seal the deal with Hangman. Um, he's gonna start yelling at Silver and Reynolds. Do you think it's gonna be that, or do you think it's gonna be Hangman's gonna enjoy his time with the Dark Order? And maybe Brody Lee comes back and he's like, whoa, there's this new alpha here. I, I want to recruit people in Dark Order, but not other alphas. This is regardless, not a guy I can control. Regardless, John Silver's getting yelled at by Brody Lee. <laughs> exactly. Either path they go or any other path. Yeah. It's going to lead to Brody Lee yelling at John Silver. Oh, yeah. And then it's, John Silver in turn yelling at Alan Angels. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'll be That's very That's the dynamics. So yeah. the, uh, the finish of this. Boy, that's a lot of notes I wrote here. So Silver avoids a top rope axe handle from Matt Hardy. Hits him with a brain buster. He gets a tag into Page. Page goes on a run. Uh, does a bunch of cool moves. Uh, eventually, Cassidy blocks powerbomb. Gets a tag into Hardy. He hits Page with a side effect. That gets a two. Goes for a twist of fate. Page blocks that. Hits Hardy with a clothesline. Uh, he gets a tag to Alex Reynolds. Uh, Mark Quinn is in as well. Uh, Reynolds gets a bunch of offense off. Uh, in fact, at one point, Page and Silver join him to do a whole series of things. Mm-hmm. Is you know, like a, a, Silver and Reynolds are really good about getting a lot of really a lot of high impact offense in a very short amount of time. You add Page into that too; it was great. Anyways, uh, Reynolds goes for the cover. Hardy pulls him off the pid, and then he drops uh, Silver with the twist of fate off the apron. Uh, Cassidy then sends Page over the barricade. Private party hit. Uh, gin and juice on Reynolds. Hardy then tags himself in to get the cover and the win for Hardy Party. That the last sentence you read is the extent of my notes. Private Party hit gin and juice on Reynolds. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, so Private Party not happy with Matt Hardy getting that pin in right there. Nope. Um, but uh, that's the kind of stuff you know. That was what was so fun, if I recall, about uh, about playing. That's the kind of stuff that you, me, and Jeff would do back in the day, playing like No Mercy, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a tag team trying to steal each Try other's wins. Trying to steal each other's moves, yeah, or pins, <laughs> yeah. Try to get the win for ourselves, yeah. Yeah, so they weren't too happy with him, but you know what? He's the elder, you know. Let He's the, the let, mentor. Yeah, he's the mentor. It's not your job to question, you know, he got the uh, win. It might be. 
It might be. He's I mean, taking you win. places. They got the win. The team got the win. The team got the win. Why does it yeah, matter two -thirds who of gets that, the pin? Two-thirds two of that team is private party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, well, hit, they hit the move. They sealed the deal. They should get the cover. Um, I, they did conspicuously say this is Matt Hardy's first trios uh, uh, yes. match and I know they've 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 on the rankings they've like you know noted trios matches before but uh I did what's the last we heard on had Tony Khan said anything about trios thought titles? he had said something about that for next year yeah. I thought he did I thought he did and yeah, that'd be I could have imagined that I'm not sure how uh, far this particular team will get in a trios tournament given oh probably not terribly far I, uh, I don't think this next team would get terribly far either MJF uh inner circle interview from Arvez is asking MJF about uh you know, receiving uh, high praise from the New York Times about mm -hmm. his dinner debonair performance. Jericho interrupts and goes, uh, uh, actually, I was the one that created dinner debonair, also started. And MJF goes, yeah, you did great, Chris. Um, so MJF talks about winning that diamond, dynamite diamond ring back to back, uh, shows off his New York Times plaque in honor of his great performance. And he goes, but here's the thing, I couldn't have done it without you, Chris. And Jericho just goes, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. It was great because MJF says, I love you, Chris. <laughs> I love you, CJ. And then Jericho says, good job, Max. Yeah. So after that, we had uh, Cody versus Angelico. Hey, did well, you hold know? Hold on, hold on, mm, hold on. You're skipping what? the announcement. They're having a baby. I was literally about to say that. Oh, sorry. You I was going to say, match. no, I was going to say, did you know that Cody's going to be a father? Because I they did, only mentioned it thing. about five times. During the first few minutes of this match. He came to the ring very emotional. Yeah. I mean, it's something a lot of people do. It's not that yeah. big of a deal, Cody. <laughs> well, it is for them. It's their first kid. Of course it is. It's Cody's. So it's a massive deal. It's Cody's child. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know, I love to give Cody shit on this show. It's so much fun because the world revolves around Cody. Anyways, uh, and Helico was playing an arrogant fool in this match. Like Lots this, of, huh? you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we're all just living in Cody's world, people. Yeah, uh, you know what was funny? So they were they were really playing up in Helico's submission game, right? Yeah. Commentary was. Yeah, I thought the entire tenure at AEW. I thought for sure Cody was going to win this with a Scorpion with a Deathlock. Oh, no, maybe, with a Scorpion yeah. Deathlock. That would have been the be bee's funny. knees. Um, to sort of start sticking it to Sting, but maybe he'll start that next week because so uh, so yeah, uh, Cody ends up he tries for to finish this uh, Cody going for a crossroads that was countered by Angelico, but then Cody ends up hitting a really beautiful looking Cody cutter on Helico, gets three for that, um, uh, and then Team Taz comes down, interrupts Cody's music after the win, says hey congratulations on the match and oh Cody's gonna be a daddy. Uh, Starks gets on the mic, says, hey, where was my congratulations when we beat you and Turtle Boy up there? Is that what they call him, Turtle Boy? Yeah. Okay, and Turtle Boy up there. Uh, Taz threatens uh, uh, Team Taz. They're going to threaten to come down there. And then Sting's music hits. He comes down. He's got baseball bat. Uh, the bad guys run off. And uh, he just winks at Cody. <laughs> He winks at him, and then he walks away. Oh, uh, well, he looks at Darby first, and then he walks away. So, uh, yeah, really That's pretty funny. sticking it to Cody. Sticking it. Uh, next, we have a Miro interview. Uh, Marvez tells him, us as well, he's been fined $75,000 for his actions last week. He asked about his thoughts, um, and he also why he's got beef with Orange Cassidy. He's got beef with Cassidy because Cassidy doesn't care. 
Miro says it's all about the likes, the subs, the viewers, the ratings. Uh, Cassie doesn't care about any of that. In fact, he says Cassie owes him $75,000 to amount to the fine. Uh, he's got a couple announcements next week on Dark. He's got match against Sonny Kiss and on Dynamite. He's going to reveal Kip and Penelope's wedding date. Mm, okay. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, compelling stuff for Miro. Huge star at one time. Uh, after that, could be uh, again, Steve. So I actually missed that entire thing. Uh, was Kingston's promo? Is that what's next? Correct. Yes. Okay. So for some reason, maybe I don't know. I just elected to forget it. Uh, Eddie Kingston comes out and uh, he calls out his enemies. He says he's got a lot of enemies. The first one that he calls out is actual God. God. He says, uh, "Yeah, somehow, some way, I'm still alive." Eh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. what that's supposed to mean. Uh, and then he calls out Pac. Uh, then he calls out Lance Archer and then Lance Archer runs out and he attacks Eddie. The yeah. butcher and the blade make the save Phoenix and Penta make that save. And then yeah. pack makes the ultimate save. Yeah. Um, Cause during his, when he listed pack as enemy number two, he's like, uh, he's at home nursing his injuries. He's not coming back. His career is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's right. what he said about Pac. So when uh, a whole brawl breaks out, Phoenix hits a tornado on butcher and the blade on the outside. Uh, Archer, grabs Eddie by the neck, and then Pac comes in and just kicks Eddie's head off. And so Archer and Pac, they have a stare down. They start getting each other's faces, but then they all sort of turn their attention to their common enemy, Eddie and the family, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. walking away. And then you just see, like, Pac sort of puts his head through the ropes, and he's like, you know, oh, you bastards. And then you see Archer sort of turn his attention to Pac. He is not happy. Not happy at all. Not with Pac. happy at all. Speaking of someone not happy, Dustin Rhodes not happy about seven. Mm-hmm. So he has an interview. He says seven was a bad idea years ago. And it was a bad idea last week. He says Evil Uno, you're wrong about Dustin being third most important member of the Roach family, and he wants to kick Uno's ass next week at Holiday Bash. So that's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Short, fiery promo. Yeah, from Dustin Rhodes. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had like a 48-man tag match. It was 12 because yeah, Wardlow couldn't make it. Oh, Wardlow couldn't make it. They announced okay. it, so they, 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 they took Cutler out of it, too. Okay. Oh, poor Cutler. He's the guy who gets bumped. Uh, after that, we, yeah, so yeah, we had Inner Circle versus the rest of uh, AEW's face locker room, basically. basically. Best friends, Griff Garrison and uh, the Varsity Blonde guys. Uh, and top then flight. Uh, Top Flight. That's right, Top Flight. Top Flight. Yeah. Fun enough match. Yeah. Uh, Pillman got, they were, Jericho's laying into Pillman with some chops, but Pillman was laying right back into Jericho, too. Uh, yeah. Chops to begin the match were stiff. What did Pillman do backstage to get beat up on every single week? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a close eye on this guy now. He's everybody's just beating up on the guy. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't, I don't know. know. Make him humble. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, finish this. He's Griff Garrison. He's in. Uh, he does a few moves. He's around the ropes. Jericho clubs him with Floyd. Mm-hmm. Hager gets the tag in. He drops Griff with the clothesline. Then hits an F10. Shout out to Wardlow. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. similar to the opening bout, MJF puts his hand out. It's like tag me in. I want to get the cover. He covers Garrison. They get the win. And then uh, Inner Circle starts beating up on Griff. Top mm-hmm. Flight takes out uh, MJF and Jericho with some stereo drop kicks, setting up a bout for next week. Right. Uh, this next uh, bit was pretty interesting in that Thunder Rosa, she had a, a like an interview promo slash thing mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Marvez, I think. And uh, the I mean, she was talking shit about Britt Baker. But she also said multiple times that she belongs in AEW. Which I thought was kind of interesting. I would love to see her in AEW. She's also said, yes. though, that she's contract, And I, she has not specified what point of 2021, I don't mm-hmm. think, that mm-hmm. she is contracted with the and NWA. Neither did Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan just said she's under contract till 2021. According so. to the NWA, she is still the NWA Women's Champion. As of Shockwave Episode 2, anyways, she was defending her title against Priscilla Kelly. Because they recorded that stuff heck of days ago. Hmm. It was like months ago. Like a month and a half ago. Uh, yeah, I know. Remember how, right. I mean, think about in your head, like how long ago the, the they actually filmed the uh, the Bennett match with uh, Aldis. True. This is true. Days and days ago. Well, so, uh, dozens. So, yeah, I like this. I mean, it was a little on the, uh, you know, she was, uh, I think maybe because she was waiting for Reba to come in and interrupt her. Uh, but I think I feel like she danced in circles a little bit in this promo, but I really like the intensity. I thought it was no, awesome. I like the energy a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah the energy was great. was great. So, yeah, she talks uh, crap about Britt Baker, says she belongs in AEW, says she's going to whoop her ass. She was interrupted by Reba and then blindsided by Britt, locked her in as if she was going to go for a claw, but instead Reba <laughs> just poured a bunch of water on her face and they sort of smeared all the, the face, the half face paint on mm-hmm. her face. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Britt Baker uh, looked into the camera and said, oh, is this thing still working or did her face break it? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, after that, we had SCU, SCU. taking on the Acclaimed. Uh, acclaimed, of course, through their entrance. Max Caster uh, dropping some rhymes. Uh, asked Kazarian if he's got uh, hair plugs. Uh, the beat ca- carried on. Apparently, Frankie Kazarian is a battle rapper, too. Uh, he referred to Caster's rhymes as crap. Mm-hmm. Uh 
says uh, makes fun of his his chain. Asks if they're the acclaimed or men on a mission. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then says, uh, like twenty twenty, uh, their lines were the shits. Yeah, did they try to bleed? Did they try to censor that? Because I feel like the S in shits was censored, but shit wasn't. Oh, really? I feel like I got uh, everything except the the very last little of the S at the end of shits. You feel like you got everything but. The very last little hit. Yeah, like yeah, they. It's like they. Yeah, it was like part of the it. S. Yeah, they were super they were late, late on, on it. it. Yeah, they were late on it. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, no, the acclaimed, the acclaimed stuff, the rapping stuff was pretty funny there. Do yeah, you think? Kat, yeah. Do you think Kaz says that's a hell of a hair transplant? If that's true, oh, he's got a, a great head of hair either way. It looks great. I'm gonna have to it hit does. him up and be like, hey, who's your guy? Yeah, I'm guessing someone in Southern California. Probably. They probably know how to do probably. that really well there. Anyways, the acclaimed end up winning this and call out the Young Bucks for a title shot with a <laughs> sick rap where they use the word cuck. And they almost said, do we have an ad for this episode? No. Fuck. They almost said fuck. They almost said, yeah. They almost said that word. Yeah. 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 So that they challenged the title match, and later on it was confirmed that match is happening. Also happening, Top Flight versus MJF and Jericho. Top Flight issued a, a, a challenge here officially. And then later accepted um, for a couple of guys who are really young and I'm guessing don't have a lot of mic time. I thought they were pretty solid during this interview. But uh, after that, oh, guess what time it was, Larson? 630. You know what that means? Women's uh, division action. Guess when this finished up as well? 640. Six, 640 with commercial 640. break. Yep. Right in the middle of it. Yep. Oh boy! So yeah, uh, this in, is... fact, in fact, like the one of the major story beats was uh, happened during the commercial break. Now you picture a picture. So we go into commercial with the uh, Swole being isolated. Oh, so we didn't we didn't mention this is Serena Deeb and Big Swole versus Diamante yes, and Ivelisse. Yeah. Yes. So Swole is isolated. We go to commercial, and by the way, during the commercial break is awesome. Commercial for the new James Willems Scorpio Sky uh, podcast, Wrestling with the Week. So a great story about that. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I was watching this. Lacey had just come home. She was walking by. She stops in her tracks to, I don't know, yell at me about something. And yeah. then, and I'm like, hey, look, it's, it, you know, when it came on, I'm like, look, it's James Willems and, uh, and Scorpio Sky. He's got a podcast. She says, why isn't that you? I'm like, what? And she says, you guys have been doing this longer than anybody else. Why aren't you on TV? And I'm like, there's a whole wealth of reasons why I'm not on TV, my love. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, good for James. Really happy for him. <laughs> it's great for James. Awesome for James. Awesome for James. <laughs> I have to go close my door. I'll be right back. Very well. I'll continue. So back from commercial, uh, then Serena Deeb's got the upper hand. Uh, she hits some gus- gut busters, locks uh, Ivelisse in a figure four. Ivelisse gets the ropes. Um, eventually, though, uh, Swole gets the tag back in. She blocks the sliced bread from Diamante, hits a tiger driver, locks in the cloverleaf, Diamante taps. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero come down. They start attacking uh, Swole and Serena. Uh, Ivelisse and Diamante join in, and then Red Velvet runs in with the chair to make the save. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also had a uh, AW heels uh, uh, plug during the women's segment, also. Yeah, because evidently, yeah. I mean, I am. It says heels is for fans of AEW, not just fans of the women's division, right? Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Somebody else, who, who is this? Uh, Mark of Steel brought this up, and this did make me cringe quite a bit. The menstruation joke that the acclaim drop. Yeah. That made me cringe so hard. Yeah. 
Anyways. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's see here. After that, we had a best friend promo. Mm-hmm. Chuck talked about their beef with XLAX, saying they'll never be over. Uh, Trent talks about Miro sabotaging Cassidy's uh, efforts last week, get that dynamite di- uh, diamond ring. Uh, said they're excited to hear about Kip and Penelope's wedding an- announcement, but guess what? They'll be there next week, too. And that was the end of the promo. That was the punctuation. Yeah, we're going to be there, too. Yeah. I mean, I would think so. It's, it's Which I get the idea. It, you know, it's a veiled threat. We're going to be there. We're going to come beat you up. Yeah. But there's no I feel like punctuation. Uh, I feel like the Trent and Chuck that we saw sitting next to us at, Star, at Starcade. Starcast. 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 We didn't go to Starcade. No. At Starcast. Is the is the Trent and Chuck that I'd like to see, yeah, in front of the cameras? Because like intense exactly. guys is not what they are, <laughs> and so like, but like sort of, you know, mellow, almost Beavis and Butthead ish, yeah, lovable yeah. guys, yeah, with tons of charm. Oh yeah, oodles. I think could they could figure out a way to have that translate on and camera, especially. You know, having them them with Orange Cassidy, right? You yeah. know, yeah. maybe they think it's just too much. Too, it's too chill. It's too chill. Too mellow. Having the three three of them being so chill, I yeah, don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but I agree with you because the back and forth they had when we were sitting next to him was hilarious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about the most mundane stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mundane stuff. But yeah, yeah I, I I understand. Here's sometimes Trent. I think is actually <clears throat> he'll he'll be intense in the mic, but he'll he'll. Do it with kind of like a a, a little bit of a wink, mm-hmm. like he knows he's not a tough guy, yeah, like he can't, or he can't do tough guy, yeah, yeah. So yeah, try yeah. to do tough guy, try to make it kind of funny, and it works. I think if this just had some sort of punctuation to it, it would have been fine. There's just no yeah. punctuation. Usually, yeah. either Trent or Chuck have some punctuation to it. Yeah, so it had no punctuation. Mighty Migs here in chat. I'm gonna make my point here. Says AEW heels is billed as a safe place for women who are into wrestling. It would make sense to only promote it during the women's match unless I'm crazy. Think about that, though. Do you think the only reason the women are watching is to watch the women's division? I don't think that's the case. I think that the women aren't only tuning in to watch 10-minute segments out of a two-hour show if they're tuning in. And I'm sure that's probably something that many women do enjoy, many men enjoy as well. But the higher rated segments during the entire broadcast, maybe plug it during those, then you'll have potentially a wider swath of women who might be interested in your product. I don't get the idea of simply promoting it unless they have some sort of Moneyball-esque demographic suggesting that women are tuning in for those 10 minutes at 6.30. Or or that when they run the plug for heels, it gets more leverage if it's featured during a women's match versus any th- other time on the show. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, maybe they have some 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 data that supports that. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, Tony Khan, he's really into the analytics. Yeah, sure. So. Yeah. I mean. It's entirely possible. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, this isn't, I'm not, I'm not. This isn't even really a criticism. I'm just saying, wouldn't it make more sense? Because it's always during the women's division that they're promoting this thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. And mighty, mighty Mig says, "Okay, I see what you mean." I. It's just odd to me. Like you have a a product that 
you know where the higher demo, the higher ratings are, wouldn't you promote it? I mean, they they talk about it for ten seconds. Um, I don't know. Even just, just to plug it multiple times during the show, you know. You would think, you know, you scatter regardless, it. They're charging regardless like 50 bucks show. for this thing. Like, I think it's like 50 bucks for the year or something like that. They're mm-hmm. charging like a pretty penny for it. Mm-hmm. Get it out there. Uh, we had a, a brief Jurassic Express video package next. And uh, next week, it was announced that Jurassic Express will be taken on uh, three members of Dark Order, I believe. And then FTR Storm's commentary. Cash is like, I thought tag team wrestling was a focus around here. It's not a focus anymore. We're not on the show. And, and Dax, uh, he was basically frothing, frothing at the mouth, spitting into the mic, over-modulating. Yeah, it was too um, much. Oh, I loved it. He was passionate, man. I couldn't understand half of it. It was all... Oh, was, oh no, I, 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 was, I was into it. I could hear through the, the over-modulation. <laughs> Static. And I could hear passion and intensity I and was desire. Kind of, I was shocked. because like yet again. They come back from... Well, number one, there was like a million tag team matches on the show, so their premise is faulty anyways. Yeah, that's the real criticism you should have for it, yes. <laughs> Their audio issues aren't. Um, now, it was funny because it was like all like mellow, like right before this was like commercial. And then all of a sudden it just cuts to them yelling at commentary. And I was yeah, like, it was an odd placement. Yeah, it was. But well, I just like the matches for next week. And then suddenly they just barge in. Yeah. And and Dax is going off about how they've been cast aside for Jurassic Express. We got you and our crosshairs, Jurassic Express. Mm hmm. I just like. But I think it. Dax. I like Dax on the mic. I think he's really good. I just like to talk crap. No, I think he is too. I think he is too. I think he was better in WWE. But uh, this, so anyways, is, this is good too. Well, so hey, anyways, when, when he what? says when he says this is a legit question, uh, when he says uh, Grand Slam champions in wrestling, I assume he means NXT, WWE, and AEW. Okay, okay, that sounds right. Have they been any place else that you would consider? Well, I didn't because weren't on, they on weren't they Raw and SmackDown? So they consider WWE oh, yeah. main roster just one thing. Maybe, maybe that. I was just kind of curious if it was a, a, a you know popularly known thing that I missed. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. No, I think this, this is something they kind of made up. Anyway, so you got uh, Jurassic Express versus Dark Order. You got Young Bucks versus the Acclaimed uh, for the tag titles. Jericho and MJF versus Top Flight. Uh, Hikaru Shida in action next week. Evil Uno versus Dustin. And then Pack versus The Butcher. It brings us to our main event. Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. I was kind of hoping that Good Brothers would be walking out to the ring with Callis and, and Kenny Omega. Probably a long shot. I thought it'd be pretty cool though. Carl Anderson teased it on his social he media. Did. I should have known as soon as he did that, it wasn't going to happen. Immediately means it's not going to happen. Yeah. No. It'll happen eventually. It'll happen oh, eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, Janela comes out first. Kenny second. Um, and as he's walking to the ring, uh, Joey Janela throws a garbage can at uh, Kenny's face. So this is no DQ, false Kenny, not false Kenny, where um, no DQ, anything goes. And so uh, Callus goes up to the commentary booth and tries to bully Tony off. And Tony says, kiss my ass, Don. He was smiling the whole time he said it, too. It was, it was hilarious. It no, was so good. kiss my ass, Don. 
Yeah, that was great. That was pretty great. I apologize for the first use of language. So that uh, Kenny, Joey Kenny had double the cleaner girls too. He had four this time. Yeah, he had four last week. Oh, did he? I thought he only had two. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. He had four last week. He should have had so six he, this week then. Agreed. Uh, so Joey tosses Kenny over the, into the uh, into the barricade, sets up a chair on the floor. Uh, Kenny hits him with a Kataro crusher, face first on the chair. <sighs> God, that was great. Great. Yeah, that was and, rad. Uh, drop kicks Joey into the chair, follows with a Terminator tope. Uh, onto the chair while Don Callis is on the floor do, doing roving personal commentary <laughs> for Kenny. Yeah, that was, and, and then so, he, and then he got Kenny a mic. He did. Well, then Kenny uh, must have brought some uh, cookie sheets back with him from Triple Mania. Um, so he gets one of those, hits Joey, like destroys Joey with it. Dude, several what, times he whacked, yeah, killed him with that thing. And then so Don hands him a mic, and uh, Kenny's like, "You want to see how easy it is? This is how easy it is. Listen to this." And he blasts Joey with a cookie sheet again. And Kenny goes, ah, oh, that feels great. Mm-hmm. And so Kenny goes, hey, watch this. So he puts a garbage can over the, the ring post, uh, gets up on the second rope, takes a garbage can, does a mood salt onto Joey. And then he starts talking crap to Joey. He's like, get up, Joey. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to pull you up by your little pigtails. Yeah. Um, uh, starts talking crap and then chops the hell out of him. Oh, God, it was so loud. Hits him with the knee. I mean, he's holding the mic there, too, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another shot from the cookie sheet uh, puts the can uh, atop Joey, hits a springboard double stomp, goes for a one-winged angel. Joey reverses into a poison rana. Uh, Sunny Kiss pulls a table from under the ring, sets it up ringside. Uh, Joey puts Kenny on it, goes up top, hits a leg drop off the top rope. Dude, that looks so ugly. That looked nasty. Like his ba- his, like his ass basically landed on Kenny's head. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. rough. That was rough. Um, uh, so then Joey puts Kenny back in the ring, goes for a boot salt, and misses. Uh, Kenny hits him with a V trigger, mm-hmm. another one, and the cell Joey did on that where he just, his arms got all stiff. Yeah, um, hits a one winged angel for the win. Callus hits the ring afterwards, presents Kenny with the title. Uh, Callus says the haters have been silenced. No more unanswered questions for the world champ. Death Triangle walks out. Pack says, "Oh, we have some unfinished bu- business, Kenny. I'm not here for." For personal gain, I'm not here because I'm selfish. I'm here to address an injustice. He says, Phoenix never lost the tournament, so how can you really call yourself the champion? Um, and Callus says, Pac, I got a lesson for you. Wrestlers don't tell the world champ what to do. And Pac goes, oh, no, Don, you're wrong. I spoke with Tony Khan, and on December 30th, Omega will defend the title against Ray Phoenix. And the show ends with Kenny Omega yelling at Pac, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good. Fun stuff. end to the show. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, Holiday Bash looks to be a pretty good show. Um, anyways, yep. let's answer some questions. I have a Patreon thread open here. And I will be here on Twitch. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Church Jackson, if. Uh, no, here we go. Uh, Jake Hager was caught on camera laughing at Jericho getting chopped. Name the five things <laughs> Hager does that he doesn't want on camera. Um, <laughs> if his Twitter account is to be believed, his <laughs> talking about his politics. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, Scooter with the sub, thank you very much. Is only one month away from celebrating almost a quarter of the year with you guys. Well, thank you very much, Scooter. We've been around that long. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pacific Caleb with Brandy pregnant. Who is the top contender to play? Take her place in the match versus Shaq. <laughs> in the ma- in the upcoming Brandy Rhodes versus Shaq match, 
who's going to take her place? I, I, I'm assuming that they might try to, I mean, if, you know, tonight's any indication they made a big deal about Red Velvet, maybe they'll, like, try to polish yeah, her up a bit more maybe. before all that. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Jorge D. gifted a sub to Dang MQ. Thank you so much, Jorge. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Steve Winters with a sub as well. Yeah, Dr. Steve. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Recovering from COVID virtually with friendos. Thank you all for the content. Hope you're recovering well there, yeah, Dr. Steve. Yeah, no Winters. kidding. Oh, boy. Be careful out there, everybody. Wear your masks. Uh, let's see here. Uh, David Matushek, was, will you ever interview anyone from New Legacy, Inc., or Chris Danker and talk about your favorite wrestling video games. Uh, you know, sky's the limit. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Uh, a peachy tree recently watched the seven things. Oh, seven f- thing for WCW. How great would it be if Orange Cassidy was real to be the young boy uh, from the seven promo video? And that's why he always wears glasses. Oh, that's pretty funny. That would be funny. That would be hilarious if they actually did something like that. That'd be a deep cut. That would be. Uh, Joe Horace, who made the better parenthood announcement, Mox or Cody? I Mox thought, was, I appreciate Mox just being super low-key about it. I like I liked Mox's story. I like Renee's story about how she accidentally texted Bailey the news mm-hmm. first. That's, mm-hmm. that's a much cuter story than yeah. parting the seas so that everybody knows about your you know child one thing i I failed to mention earlier the in the opening match i did like how excalibur at least i don't know if he dubbed them this the team of reynolds silver and uh and hangman the good the bad and the hungry (laughs) that's so good huh (laughs) that is funny that is really funny yeah (laughs) johnny hungry oh my goodness uh let's see here oh that's funny yeah Alvaro Vega says, Power Rank, the next life events Cody will air on Dynamite. Kids' first baseball game, child's oh, graduation. First steps. Yeah. It's first day of kindergarten, everybody. Everybody, look, I've got a child now. <laughs> uh, Jorge, do you, after watching Triple Mania, which AAA wrestlers do you guys want to see in AEW? What would be the matches? I want a rematch between Kenny and Laredo Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, we yeah. all want that. Flat says Tony Schiavone saying Kenny brought impacts viewership from one to six was the line of the night. <laughs> from one to six. Oh, that is good. Dude, yeah, Shivani Shivani is on such a roll with the uh the, I know. the impact shade. It's hilarious. It's it's pretty damn funny. It is pretty damn uh, funny. Thomas Dunnigan says more of an AEW adjacent question. All right. What are your thoughts on Josh Matthews' commentary? He says, as someone who's not a fan, it's difficult to pay attention to Impact when I'm not a fan of the commentary. I don't see much wrong with it. I mean, I know that we're all sort of messing about during Impact. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really pay much attention to it. But I've heard entire matches and entire shows with his commentary. I don't really see the issue with it. I've heard worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I'm a, I'd rather, I'll be honest with you, this is going to be, I'll probably get criticism for this. With the exception of takeovers, I would prefer on a week-to-week basis listening to Josh Matthews than Mauro Ranello. Mauro steps over everybody. Um, he, he gets too obscure sometimes. The references are too much. 
Yeah, the references could be overbearing. He makes it kind of about himself. Whether I, I don't think he intends to do that. I think that's just what he thinks he's getting paid for, is to be that level of presence. Josh Matthews, to me, is just another voice. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I would have a different opinion if I listened to it a lot. If I listened to it like every single yeah, maybe. week, maybe I'd maybe. have a different opinion. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Uh, R. Lopez Ortiz, Kenny should add two girls to his entrance for every match he wins as champion. Uh, John Elite 45 for life. Do you guys think we'll ever see Scarlet wrestle in a WWE ring whatsoever? Yeah, I hope so. I hope, yeah, so. I really, I uh, mean, yeah, I really hope so. So, when I asked you for your predictions for ratings this week and you called me mean spirited, that wasn't my intent. My intent was just if you thought AEW is going to get over a million, so that's White Brownie's question Will AEW hit a million this week? Oh. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to frame you as a as a bad guy. I'm sorry. We did. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, no, because I feel I feel for NXT, and I feel like it's yeah. I, I feel. I know you do. I yeah. know you do. Um, I think they're in they're in a bit they're in a they're in a a bad spot catching flack probably for stuff that is out of their control. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's possible. I mean, if they, what if they were five thousand away last week, something like that, yeah. Maybe, maybe they will. Maybe I don't know. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, B Rock, is there a more contrived move in wrestling than the Cody Cutter? It takes me right out of it every time. Uh, I like I like the Cody Cutter. I think it looks great. I think there are more contrived moves. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's any worse than a lot of moves that involve someone doing a springboard off of or walking up the ropes like he does. So, like, Undertaker's old school to me is more contrived? Oh, yeah, you should be able to just pull him off the top rope at any time. Because the person is just holding on to you. Yeah. Gareth, if Bret Hart came to AEW, who would who would he mentor or manage? Uh, well, you know, um, you know, um, yeah, Bret Hart, I'd, I'd manage myself, you know, give me the time. I was the first person to hold the title. It's true. It's true. true. I know it's true. It's true. Uh, he would man. He tried to manage sting. He there took, you go. He took my move. Stole my move. There you go. There you go. Uh, Ryan Rupert's Cube, who would win in a triple threat match for the billionaire world championship? Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, or Elon Musk? Sorry, the real answer to that last question might be Pillman. Yeah. 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 Sorry, what was that Good last answer. question? What was that question you had? Uh, billionaire world championship, a triple threat match, Bezos v. Gates versus Elon Musk. Who goes over? Uh... Well, Gates will probably eat the pin. I mean, is this an actual match? I mean, kayfabe it. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of, I, I know Bezos is probably the the richest of them all, mm-hmm. and then it's probably Gates and then Musk. I would think so. Yes. Uh, but I still think that Gates probably has more political sway mm-hmm. than Bezos. So I think that if it's a power thing, Bates wins. I'm sorry, Gates wins. I don't know about the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know because I feel like Bezos of late has a ton of sway. I think Gates has been around so long 
yeah, yeah. If I would talking be... legacy, then yeah, you give the edge to Gates, but like Bezos getting the entire cities and municipalities to like not charge up taxes to build an Amazon warehouse in their municipality. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but I think like when you one, you know, the thing about politics is often a relationship networking game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the longer you've been around, mm-hmm. the more favors Obviously. you can call in, and I just I Obviously. think that's the Gates thing. Uh, Tony V, power rank members of the Rhodes family, and why is Pharaoh number one? Uh, okay, I mean, how, who are we dealing with here? We've got, obviously, Dusty, Cody, Dustin, Brandy, Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is QT in there? He hangs out with them a lot. Uh, he's, not a, he's not a member of the family. Okay. He's nightmare family, but not Rhodes family. All right, and then is there anybody else I'm missing? Any other siblings that are like... Not that we've seen on TV, no. Okay. Yeah, you got to put Dusty number one, right? Um. At the end of the day, twenty years from now, who's gonna have a higher legacy rating, Cody or Dusty? Dusty. You say that way too quick with too much certainty. Cody built a company. Like an actual competitor. I know. I know. Dusty was really influential, but something tells me by the end of it all, Cody's going to be probably more. Remains to be seen. I'm going to say in the end, it's going to be Cody, Dusty, uh, uh, Brandy, Farrow, Dustin. Wow, Dustin. That low, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Dang MQ with their Ring of Honor contracts expiring in a few weeks. Do you want to see Roosh and Dragon Lee in AEW or WWE? Um, it'd be fun to see Roosh go to WWE to see what he could do with Andrade. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah. Who's the uh, Dragon Lee? Who's the other one whose contract yeah, is yeah. coming up? Yeah, I guess so. Um. I mean, I guess AEW, there's just so many fun matches in AEW for that guy. I know. And WWE I doesn't know. have a great track record with um, mm-hmm. luchadors. Nope. Or, you know. So, Hugh Longheavy says, there is a barbed wire broom very visible under the ring. Genoa looked right at it. Yeah. Everybody ignored it. Yeah, I, I know. I did not notice that. I know. Yeah, it was funny. Um, yeah, he was he was looking under there, and I was like, why didn't he just pick that thing up? Hmm. He was looking for oh. something very specific, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crossface Chicken Stain. I know Kenny is one title away, will become the first AEW Grand Slam champ. If not, then who, Cody? Cody. Yeah, Cody, he'll... he'll if it's not Kenny... Yeah, eh, I don't know. I mean, I feel Hangman has already got that low-level title out of the way. I could see him over the next two years picking up, maybe picking up the TNT title first. Yeah, it could be. Could and be. then the major title. I could see Hangman being the, the first Grand Slam. Yeah, entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jorge says Cody will not go to the tag team division. You know why? Because if he picks up a win, he's going to get the pin. 
Flats three. What women's match would you want main event a dynamite for the first time? Uh, oh, I think I think the way they're building Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, I think I think they should do some sort of look. Once Thunder Rosa's out of her NWA contract, you you very quietly you you build you make that her actually signing AEW put that into a story that lands the main event on a dynamite. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Uh, Tyga J87. Can you shout out a show I'm in called Canary Currency an Amazon Prime Video? Well, there you go. What is there it called? Go. Canary Currency. I, I looked it up. What it's about. What is it about? Well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll check out the trailer maybe. Anyways, keep going. Uh, Christian Womble, who gets first pop for AEW when fans are back in full force? And he says, can't say Cody, even though we know it's Cody. Um, uh, Paige. I'm going to say Jericho. I'm going to say the inner circle comes out because they'd have everybody singing that dumb song of his. Oh, that's true. You that's know, true. People love that that's dumb true. song. Uh, Ryan Supernova, whose baseball bat would win in a match, Jericho's or Sting's? It'd be Sting's. It'd oh, it'd be Sting. sting. It'd be Sting. That stings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's all the questions I hear have here on the Patreon. Right. Uh, do you do you have your research available for Canary Currency? Oh, I just the uh, there uh, I saw it up on uh, uh, Amazon Prime. It did not have a trailer. It just played the first episode. They, it was about thirteen minutes. What is the premise of the show? Oh, I'll look it up again. Um, uh, Combat Film Center says you guys see the new Orange Cassidy figure and if AEW putting you in charge of making an action figure who would you want to have as an action figure oh we gotta choose whatever AEW roster member we want as an action it'd be QT figure? Marshall because you always need something for the kids whose parents are late and all the other figures are out so they mm -hmm. get QT Marshall Okay. And he's got like a little wallet with credit cards and all those credit cards are maxed out. There you go. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, I'll say Peter Avalon. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You chose a guy who's going to be there <laughs> longer than QT Marshall's going to be. <laughs> but it comes with the whole set with the, the heart-shaped bed and everything. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, White Brownie says, if you guys had to build a women's roster around someone, who would that be? So if, I guess, of, of all the women's wrestlers in the entire world, you, you're looking for the one cornerstone, someone you build the whole division around. In any promotion, who would it be? Okay, you got you to take, hold on a second, though. Let's get kind of creative and take the horsewomen and Oscar okay, yeah, out of it. That's fair. I it, it it probably at this point it would be it'd probably be Rhea Ripley. Okay. That's gonna be my answer. First name that popped in my head was Bianca Belair. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. Uh interesting question from Hugh Longheavy. 
If AEW did a special show on a Monday, could it beat Raw on the ratings? No, not right now. The thing is, if they had done that, you would get your first Raw SmackDown Super Show. That's what would happen. Yeah. They would, they would, it would be basically WWE would put on WrestleMania on a Monday night mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. sure that they don't get embarrassed. Yeah. That's what would happen. Yeah. Uh, ANJ Network says Scarlett should absolutely, or absolutely has to wrestle on TV at the very least. She's far too talented. Thought calls it a missed opportunity. I want to see one of those destroyers, man. She delivers Hell great yeah, man. destroyers. Shadow Swordmaster, do you think there should be a title for stables or factions? Uh, I mean, the most I'd want to see is a trio's title. <clears throat> I mm-hmm. think they have enough people to do that. And make it like a heavily dark title, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.